Hello and welcome to another episode of J Talks with your girl Jemima Solomon. And yes, from my voice you can already know that today's topic is going to be a little bit quite serious. And also we need to, you know, maintain a little bit of decorum, yeah? No matter how personal we get, a little bit of decorum, order and all of that. So let's just get right into today's topic, shall we? Fighting back. Now, I'm pretty sure that the Christian people that are listening to this podcast, they are already waiting and listening carefully for what I'm going to say because we've been charged to, you know, turn the other cheek. But I'm going to really get into all of that today. But first, what exactly does it mean to fight back? Now, I've been doing a lot of research on um, what fighting back really is all about and I found two definitions. If you look at what fighting back means, you find these two definitions. So it's not like I did any real digging or anything. The first definition that I found was that fighting back has to do with, um, you know, what all of us actually get in mind when it comes to fighting back. Um, you know, retaliation, um, counterattack, and, you know, basically just what the two words in that phrase mean fighting back exactly what they mean so um that's the first definition then the second definition is what really doesn't come to people's mind at first when they hear the word fighting back and that has to do with um repressing a feeling or the expression of that feeling when you repress yourself from expressing a certain feeling you're fighting back but against that feeling i don't know if you get what i'm talking about i'll give you an example for instance um something was done to you a wrong was done to you and instead of um lashing out you suppress that feeling that um feeling of rage yes you suppress that or when you want to um suppress crying yes letting out tears and all of that you're fighting back against the tears you're fighting back against the rage you're fighting back the rage and the tears and all of that that's the second definition of um fighting back and i read a lot about that and i was like why doesn't this come to people's minds when um they mention the phrase fighting back and i thought you know it's basically because human beings the way we are made the way we are made like the way we were born were somehow should i say tuned towards violence first that's just the human nature in us that's just how it is no matter how saintly you are that's how everybody was born and i was like okay that's understandable but we need to start opening our minds more to all the aspects all the definitions of this phrase fighting back and i think this is what um is really going to you know birth the true definition of peace and not just um avoidance of confrontation now there are three major ways of fighting back at least three ways that i know of fighting back and the first is with your words now fighting back with your words doesn't necessarily have to mean talking back talking back is usually used in situations where 
maybe someone above you is um, saying something and you have your own opinion about what that person is saying and you either cut in or you just give your opinion just like that without being asked to or when it's not your time to speak or things like that and it's usually in a wrong or rude manner yes and that's not necessarily what i mean by fighting back with your words fighting back with your words can also mean um i think the major problem in fighting back with words is that a lot of people let their emotions get the best of them and when they're not able to you know shield their manner of speech from the expression of their emotions they tend to come out come off as rude and that's the um problem with fighting back with words i guess but personally personally i'm talking out of personal experience here when i'm in a in a confrontation when i'm faced with the confrontation with basically with people that i know people that i'm should i say a bit close to because normally i avoid confrontations of any kind i might talk a lot and i might get into trouble a lot and all of that but it's only with the people that i'm close to that is why i could get cheated by a stranger and knowing fully well that i'm cheated i'm being cheated i'm going to walk away look at the person and walk away because i find confrontations like that quite stressful it's it's tasking it's really tasking wow it's been a long time since i used tasking it's tasking to confront other people even when i'm being wronged especially if there's people that i do not know yes and i'm going to get into i'm really going to get deep into all of this what i'm doing it's not right allowing people to cheat me and wrong me and walk away it's not being christ-like but that's that's for later on in today's podcast let's move on to the next way you can fight back and that's through actions now actions a lot of you are already thinking about throwing a few punches at people that offend you but no that's not what i'm talking about throwing a few punches that's definitely what the first part of um the um definition of fighting back that i gave on that i gave earlier on yes that's what most of you are going to be thinking of throwing punches you know counter attack retaliate and you know giving the same dishing out the same energy you got but no that's not what i'm necessarily that's not necessarily what i'm going to be talking about fighting back through your actions could be um also through through inactions i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say a way of fighting back through your actions is by not doing anything about it it's also an action inaction is an action in a way when you've been wronged when you feel you've been wronged and you feel you should take action and when you sit down and think about it that's the problem with fighting back though a lot of people don't think things through they just do things in the heat of the moment and later on when they sit down to think about it all over again they're like did i really have to do that did i really have to respond that way did i really have to act that way that is for the people that have consciences though the people that their consciences have been killed they really don't care whether 
they should have done this a certain way or not. They're just fine with anything they do. But those are not going to come people we are talking about today. We're talking about people like you and me that still have consciences, right? We all have consciences, right? You all haven't killed yours, right? Right? Okay, I'm going to assume that we all have consciences and go on. So, yes, fighting back through your actions doesn't have to only do with throwing punches and all of that. Throwing punches is also a way of fighting back through your actions, but that's not all there is to it. Keeping silent is an action. Turning the other cheek, walking away is an action. And I'm going to explain all of this later on. Now, the third way of fighting back is your thoughts. This is probably one of the methods that people really, um, should I say, diminish its level of importance. Yes, a a lot of times your actions and your words stem from your thoughts. This is what I'm talking about, people that think before they talk. If you're like me sometimes and you just say whatever is in your head, in your head, say whatever is in your mouth without passing it through your head. (laughs) Yes, this might not apply to you. But if you're like me at other times that you actually think before you do things and yes, this is for you. Making resolves and resolutions is also a way of fighting back. When someone does you a wrong and you sit down and think about it or you're faced with that um, situation and you're like in your head, what to do, what not to do. This is the second part of the definition of, um, of fighting back. This is where the second part really comes in. Suppressing your feelings suppressing it suppressing your feelings of rage your feelings of um, hurt and all of that and thinking what will be the best solution in this time this point in time now a lot of people may think that this is the best way to solve any problem any confrontation and some christians might say this is the part jesus was talking about this is what we have been charged to do as christians but no not really no Mm -mm. I'm going to tell you why. I'm with, I'm really... Do not mind how I am talking. I'm really quite excited for this topic because... Mm-hmm, I'm going to correct a lot of mindsets today, hopefully. So, yes, that's all there is on the three major ways of fighting back. Now, the question that a lot of people might be asking, especially the people that are quite popular when it comes to avoiding confrontations, when they see themselves in a situation where they actually have to stand up for themselves or for other people, and they think about everything that they have to do, do they really have to fight back? Do they really have to respond to that harsh comment? Do they really have to respond to that evil thing that has been done to them can they just you know be meek can they just turn the other cheek can they just walk away and try to be christ-like now i did christ-like air quotes you know yes try to be christ-like this this is 
a really um touchy topic for some people that don't like confrontations yes is it really necessary to fight back now i'm going to give you an example i'm not preaching but i'm going to give you a biblical example moses take moses for instance moses was recorded to be the meekest person the meekest person alive in the bible and yes bible students please help me with this i think i'm i think i'm correct yes but if i am not let me know and in the next episode i will correct myself but now i think i am so yes moses is recorded to be the meekest person in the bible but is this the same person we're talking about the person that actually took a rod to the palace and threatened every single person in there okay i'm I'm being quite dramatic and i'm over exaggerating things but if you read the bible if you know moses' story i think you know what i'm talking about he didn't actually threaten everybody but being meek doesn't mean you have to sit back and watch other people get mistreated or watch yourself get mistreated still using moses as an example this is somebody that killed another person because he saw his um his person one of his people like his birth people being mistreated and yes it was a mistake on his part and it's I'm not saying that just because you want to defend yourself or defend another person or stand up for yourself, you should go 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 ahead and kill people. If that is the message you're getting from this, then there's something really... I was about to say there's something wrong with you, but I don't think I should say that. I don't think that's appropriate. But I think there is really something wrong with you. <laughs> Either way... This is a person that was banished for killing somebody, that was exiled for killing somebody. And the Bible records him as the meekest person. What happened? What really happened that made a murderer turn into a meek person? It's the approach. Now, when he killed the person that was mistreating one of his people, he just acted without thinking, right? fighting back through actions yes not even words my guy didn't even care for words (laughs) yes he fought with his actions and from a really bad approach yes that's what he did but then when he came in contact with god and went through you know heavenly training and all of that and came back to um the land of egypt to you know set his people free Mm mm-hmm what changed he was still fighting for the rights of his people yes he was still standing up for his people defending his people but a different approach was used and what was it he gave the offender an option to either do this or face this consequence now a lot of you might not be given the opportunity to be like moses to be in the position of being able to give options to the person that offended you but what i'm just basically trying to dish out is that in order to be meek you do not have to watch yourself getting wronged you do not have to watch yourself or another person getting wronged getting walked all over 
okay that's not what being meek is all about if that's what being meek was all about then moses would have politely told god no that he's not going to do all of that and no matter how many excuses he gave no matter how many reasons he gave god that he could not do what god was telling him to do he would have held out until the end just in order to be meek if you get what i'm saying being meek does not have to do with being a pushover yes being walked all over that's not what being meek is all, all about and that's what i'm going to get into in the next segment what is the difference where do you draw the line between turning the other cheek and being a pushover this is probably the highlight of today's podcast so after all of this has been said when should we fight back what is the line between turning the other cheek and letting people walk all over you aka being a pushover now regardless of your religious or non-religious belief i think this is something everybody should know because a lot of people even people that are non-christian are faced with being peaceful and being walked all over there there's this line that a lot of people when they look at it it seems blurry and i think it's best we clear up on that issue first so that we can you know actually live peaceful lives now take note whatever i'm going to say is going to be from a christian's perspective but i think other people you know other people that are non-christian can also benefit from this and you know so just listen to the end now in the bible jesus said turn the other cheek when you're slapped on one cheek turn the other cheek and he also said that when someone offends you in a day you're supposed to forgive the person 77 times 7 times or 70 times 7 times i'm not really sure but a lot of sevens were mentioned and i really don't know math so i didn't do the math but that's quite a lot of times in a day and 7 is a quite quite a big number now the same person that said that was also faced with a situation um in Luke 13 Um I'm going to read a verse from that chapter. Just at that time some Pharisees approached saying to him, "Go away, leave here, for Herod wants to kill you." Now, pause, let's pause now. Herod wants to kill you. Kill. Kill is a very is a very serious word now, isn't it? And when someone is faced with a death threat, in this kind of situation where there are no cops there's nobody you can call 911 and, and in this era literally even the cops were against Jesus Christ so you can imagine that kind of situation now listen to what Jesus said Jesus has said that we should turn the other cheek when we get in slap right Jesus has said we should forgive our neighbor that offends us 77 times 7 times in a day let's see what he said Jesus said Go and tell that fox. Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow and the third day I reach my goal. 
Jesus was basically saying, now this is just my translation. Jesus was basically saying, go and tell Herod that I've come here for a mission and whatever he wants to do, he can do. But today, tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, I'm going to accomplish all that I set out here to do. And for all I care, he can go and jump. That's what I'm going, and that's what I'm taking from that verse. If you're taking something else, then good job. But that's what I got from that verse. What I really do not understand is why a lot of Christians and basically people that um, perceive themselves as peaceful and non-confrontational, I wonder why they feel it is selfish to stand up for yourself when you are clearly being wronged. Now, a lot of people in this category, um, they, um, they, they have no qualms about standing up for other people when they see other people getting wronged, when they see someone being bullied, when they see someone being denied of what's right, rightfully theirs. They don't have any issue with standing up for that person. But when it comes to them, there's this, I do not want to come across a selfish kind of mentality about their actions. And why should you be perceived as selfish when you're clearly trying to defend yourself when you've clearly and obviously been wronged? Christian or not, you should bear this in mind. You are not doing anybody a favor by keeping quiet when you have been wronged. You are not doing anybody a favor by keeping quiet when you have been wronged let that sink in for a minute okay yes and now back to my christian point of view we have been commanded in the bible to expose evil wherever it is found haven't we so why is it that hard to expose evil when it is done to you why is it why do you condone the wrong that has been done to you but you expose the ones that will be done to other people. Why do you keep silent? Why do you turn away, walk away? Why do you flee? We have been decided to, we have been commanded to turn the other cheek, but we have not been commanded to flee. I, it, the, when, now, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting a bit walked up here. Let me calm down. When you're being wronged, is that the devil? Because the only thing we've been commanded to flee from is the devil and all appearances of sin. But when you're being wronged and you see a peaceful way of addressing that issue, why do you keep silent? Why do you flee and carry the mentality that you are turning the other cheek? Do not be mistaken. You are not being humble. Standing up for other people and not standing up for yourself is not humility. It is it is not healthy to do that, okay? Standing up for other people and letting yourself get wronged is not healthy, okay? There's a whole lot of verses in the Bible hmm, that tells you to rebuke the oppressor. And it doesn't say rebuke the oppressor when it is another person being oppressed. It just says rebuke the oppressor. So why do you have a feeling that it's only about the other person? What happens when you are the one being oppressed? Do you just keep silent and let yourself be oppressed? Why exactly? No, I, I actually need an answer to questions like these. Why? 
Why? Now, some of you might come at me with the fact that Jesus laid down his rights and went to the cross and he was getting killed for something he didn't do and all of that. And he didn't, you know, defend himself or stand up for himself and all of that. But listen, Jesus' situation was different. Jesus came to get killed, to die. Jesus came to die. That was that's his that was his purpose. So accept your purpose in life is to get oppressed by that person. Except God revealed it to you that your purpose in life is to get oppressed and wronged for your entire life, then please. Do not deceive yourself and say that, oh, you're trying to be peaceful. You're trying to be a peacemaker. You're trying to be meek. That's simply self-deceit. Okay, honey? That's not that's not what you've been directed to do. That's not what you should do. Whether you're a Christian or not, okay? Do not try to use different means, different examples, especially this Jesus example and say, Jesus did this. And he did this. So why can't I do this too? Why can't I keep quiet when people are killing me? Really? Are you really going to go down that road? Jesus came here to die. Jesus came to die. It was it was his mission from birth to die. So do not use that example and come at me and say, Jesus did this. So why can't I just keep quiet and endure this? I guess what I'm just basically trying to say is that significant injustice injustice that is done to you or to another person that is done purposely not not a mistake you know there's there's no how you wouldn't know the difference and if you're confused on if it was done purposely or by mistake you can just ask the person and find out just through their actions or you know gestures or whatever and you find out figure out if it was a mistake or not but significant injustice Purposeful injustice is wrong and should be exposed and opposed. Whether it's done to you or another person, period. There's no addition, no subtraction from that. Okay? Now, it's also biblical. This is coming from a Christian perspective. Jemima speak English. This is coming from a biblical perspective, yes? We have also, there's also um, some situations that you just have to, you know, let it go. It's not really that big of a deal. You don't have to make an issue out of every single offense that has been done to you. But there's some that outrightly, you know, downright, are downright offensive. And they probably basically even go against your rights as a human being. And when these things are done to you and you're faced with the... Should I be a Christian here or should I just, you know, be the natural man? (laughs) The question that should come to your mind is, if the roles were reversed, would you want to be held accountable for the wrong you did to another person? Let that that question, think about that question for a minute now. Okay, not a full minute because we're going to be here all day. Think about it for a second. (laughs) Would you want to be held accountable for the wrong you did to another person? I'm going to give you an instance. If a wrong was done to you and you're debating, should I just walk away? Should I just 
leave this person be or should I let this person know that what this person is doing is wrong? Think about what you would want to happen if you were in that person's shoes, if you were being the one on the other side, if you were being the one offending another person. Would you want to be held accountable later on, even if it's by your conscience or by God? Would you want to be held accountable for that wrong you did? That's the question that should come to your mind before responding to someone that has offended you, someone that has wronged you, someone that's you know, who's wrong, you want to point out, but you don't know if you want to or not, if you should or not, sorry, if you should or not. Like I said before, you are not doing anybody a favor by keeping quiet when you are being wronged. The person that is wronging you should know that the person is wrong for wronging you. Yes. And when that person knows your job is done, because the person now either has now has a choice of whether to repent and you know ask for forgiveness and you know make the wrong right or to continuously continue and continue being wrong you have given that person a chance now and you have the opportunity of being clear-minded you have the opportunity of letting your heart be at peace because you've done your job and it's left for the other person you shifted the responsibility and all of the weight over to the other person and that is quite you know should i say relieving yes that is relieving when you let a person stay stuck in an abusive pattern or a wrong line of action you let the person stay there in the name of you're trying to be peaceful you're trying to be non-confrontational you're trying to turn the other cheek you are not doing the person that is in that line and you that's been offended you're not doing any of your favor it is best for both of you if you let the person know that this thing you're doing is wrong and you should stop okay it is best for both of you if you expose the person's evil doings to the person especially and you oppose it you let the person know that this thing no you're not okay with it even if you are the victim you being the victim another person being the victim stand up for what is right at all times why does it have to be only what another person is going through that should concern you what about you that's not being selfless that's being foolish i'm sorry i'm not i'm sorry for i'm sorry for say that but I'm kind of talking to myself now. <laughs> That's why I'm getting so angry. <laughs> Bottom line is, yes, you're not doing anybody a favor by keeping quiet. So speak up when you get a chance, okay? Now, finally, what is the best way to fight back? And I think a lot of you might have guessed this by now, but the best way is not set in stone. It depends on the situation. Whether you're defending yourself or you're defending another person, which we've already established that both are right, okay? Whether you're defending yourself or you're defending another person, what is the best way to fight back? It depends on the situation. There's no written commandment that says this is the best way to fight back to defend yourself to defend another person 
But personally, this is just my personal thought. I think it is best to avoid violence. In the end, whatever you are doing to defend yourself or to defend another person, in the end, when it comes down to it, violence should be your last resort. And by last resort, I mean you've tried every other way. And as I said before too, it also depends on the situation. For instance, if you're being mugged or if you're being, um, should I say, beaten, you're in a kidnapping or something like that, and you've assessed the situation and you feel violence is basically the only way you're going to get out of that, please, by all means, use violence because... Why am I shouting? <laughs> use violence because... Um, that's that's the if you want to be alive and you see violence is the only way to get out of that place alive please use violence okay you're not you're not going to use your words in such situations people like that there's no words are gonna get to them okay after you have prayed in your heart and you've seen that the only way to get out of that situation is through violence please by all means if you know how to fight fight but if you're like me and you don't know how to fight and you know that fighting will just get you into more trouble, then pray earnestly. <laughs> pray with your whole heart and know that God is always going to be with you because us in the category of people that don't know how to fight, things like this just, you know, get the other people just really offended and they just might, you know, shoot a hole in our legs or something like that. So <laughs> that's not the best way for us to go. <laughs> So yes, it depends on the situation and yes, you be a good judge. You be a good judge of the situation. You be a good judge of the circumstance around you and decide what is the best way to resolve this. God has given each and every one of us, whether you're a Christian or not, God has given every one of us an intellect to use, okay? And the best thing you could do about using your intellect is to do what? Is actually use it. Yeah, so that's just, that's my opinion on the best way to fight back. Personally, what I would do if I was in a situation where I have to, you know, defend myself or defend another person is to use my words. Is to use my words. That's the only way I can fight back. Thoughts? I'm, I'm really, I'm really not good in the thinking department. <laughs> Most of what I think shows on my face or shows through my words, so... I think it's just best if I use my words instead. And fighting by actions, through actions. I don't think... I, I think... um I don't really have enough courage to actually act out the fighting back ways that I have in my head. You know? To actually act them out. <laughs> but still, everything should be done prayerfully. And you should, you know, trust God that God actually has a plan for everything. God is seeing everything that's happening and God knows what he's doing by putting you in that situation. God will not put you in a situation that there's no way out of. And that's a fact. So yes, sit down and think as the Holy Spirit to help you for help you as the Holy Spirit to help you, you know, to find out the ways to exist that situation. And that's actually all I can say on that matter. <laughs> Thank you.
so that's it for today and oh that was quite a heavy topic if i do say so myself but i'm so happy that we finally got this cleared and i hope you really got something from this i really hope you did because if you didn't then my work has all been done if you didn't get anything from this please message me and let me explain a little bit more because i think you really need everybody needs to get something from this particular episode yeah so yes um that's it and thank you guys for listening this far we're in the sixth episode and i still have people listening to me and all the nonsense i say okay i'm i'm not i'm not crying i'm not actually not really crying i'm just you know doing it for effect but <laughs> but still i'm so grateful for those of you that have reached this episode i should i should buy ice cream for all of you <laughs> So that's it and I'll see you guys in my next episode. If you have anything that you need me to talk about in this on this podcast, let me know. My DMs are open and I think I'll leave my Instagram name in today's um description description of today's topic. Yes. I'll leave it there so you can reach me at any time, anytime at all. Mostly at night. <laughs> But anytime at all. So yes, I'll see you guys in my next episode and bye.